Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Do you ever wonder where all your money went? Like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too until I got Rocket Money. Rocket Money helped me see all the subscriptions I'm paying for, and it was eye-opening. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it all adds up so quickly. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Tonight, we're following a number of developing stories as we come on the air. Is former President Trump considering testifying before Congress in what would be the TV event of the century? The new video tonight showing Speaker Nancy Pelosi on January 6th after getting word Donald Trump was heading to the Capitol. I'm going to punch him out. I'm going to go to jail. I'm going to be happy. CBS's Scott McFarland with Trump's 14-page response to the subpoena vote deadly rampage in Raleigh. A mom of three and four others killed after a 15-year-old suspect opened fire. CBS's Elise Preston tonight on the search for a motive. Surprise hearing why the Parkland shooter was back in the courtroom after one juror says they felt threatened. CBS's Manuel Bajorquez is outside the courthouse. America prepares for a potentially severe flu season. Tonight, the outbreak at one high school that had more than half the students out of class. And the fight over gas stoves. CBS's Ben Tracy explains why climate change has major cities like New York and Los Angeles banning the kitchen appliance. This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell, reporting from the nation's capital. Good evening and thank you for joining us on this Friday night. We want to begin with what is now becoming all too common, another mass shooting in America, this time in a quiet suburb of Raleigh, North Carolina. Police are searching for a motive in the shooting rampage that killed five people. The 15-year-old suspect is in critical condition in a North Carolina hospital. The victims include the suspect's own brother, a 16-year-old high school student, and a 29-year-old off-duty police officer. The other victims, all women, range in age from 34 to 52. The Thursday afternoon shootings began an hours-long manhunt. We have a lot of news to get to tonight, and CBS's Elise Preston is going to start us off from Raleigh. Good evening, Elise. 
Good evening, Nora. That Way County District Attorney tells CBS News the 15-year-old suspect will be tried as an adult. She told me she was gone. I said, all right, yeah. be safe. You told her be safe. But Thursday was anything but safe for Tracy Howard's wife, Nicole Connors, who left their quiet Raleigh neighborhood to celebrate her friend's 60th birthday. When Howard returned home, he found them both shot and bleeding, his wife and their dog lifeless on their front porch. I froze. I didn't know what to do. You know, I could have tried to perform CPR or something, but... I just saw pearls, so I called 911. Connors is one of five victims killed in yesterday's shooting. Her friend Marcel Garner was critically injured in the rampage. I saw someone walking down Osprey Cove right here with a gun. What kind of clothing is he wearing? He's he wearing like an old camel. He looks like he's like 16. Just after 5 p.m., police found two people shot in the street and then discovered more victims along a tree-lined walking trail. There are several families in our community waking up this morning without their loved ones. Officers eventually contained the alleged 15-year-old gunman in a house two miles away. He was taken into custody in critical condition from an apparent self-inflicted gunshot wound. His older brother, 16-year-old James Thompson, is among the dead, along with 34-year-old Mary Marshall, off-duty Raleigh police officer Gabriel Torres, and Susan Carnitz, a mother of three. No child, no grandparent, no one should feel this fear in their communities. Now, police have not named the suspect and a motive is not known. This is the nation's 25th mass murder this year. Nora. Elise Preston, thank you. Back here in Washington, former President Donald Trump has sent a message to the January 6th committee after it unanimously voted to issue him a subpoena. Instead of answering questions or agreeing to testify, the former president used his rambling 14-page letter to attack the panel and its members. CBS's Scott McFarlane is on Capitol Hill with new video from January 6th. As the crowd grew outside the Capitol, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi is warned then-President Trump had considered coming to join them. I'm going to come, I'm going to punch him out. This is oh, my no. mom. I would pay to see that. I'm waiting for this, for trespassing on the Capitol grounds. I'm going to punch him out, and I'm going to go to jail, and I'm going to be happy. The speaker is later shown on the phone with Vice President Pence, who was a target of some of the rioters. She checked on his safety and warned him. Don't let anybody know where you are. The January 6th committee showed parts of the video minutes before voting to subpoena the former president, who responded today in a rambling 14-page letter, never saying whether he'd comply. Instead, reiterating false claims of election fraud, calling the panel's members hacks and thugs, and referencing in words and photos the size of the crowd he drew on January 6th. Committee member Zoe Lofgren. Would there be any value if he agreed to do this live in front of the country, in front of the cameras? Possibly. I mean, first we need an indication that he's willing to talk to us, and then we'll work out the details. But so far... It's uh, all cap answers uh, with the same old, same old uh, false statements. The committee said it's also considering criminal referrals for key players. An important move, says former Justice Department official Michael Greenberger. Would a criminal referral put pressure on the Justice Department or are they immune to that? It would put pressure on them. They aren't obliged to follow what Congress 
is referring to them, but it definitely puts pressure on them. Questions have been raised about why the committee waited so late in its work to move on this subpoena. One January 6th committee member tells CBS News they were ready to vote on it two weeks ago at a hearing postponed by Hurricane Ian. Nora. Scott McFarland with that new reporting. Thank you. Well, in Florida, prosecutors are calling for an investigation after a juror claimed that she felt threatened during deliberations in the case of Parkland school shooter Nicholas Cruz. The jury sentenced Cruz to life in prison instead of the death penalty, angering many, including some of the victim's family members. CBS's Manuel Bohorkas is there. Would they have perceived to be a threat from a fellow juror in the jury room uh, cannot be ignored. At a hearing called over the allegation, prosecutors said it won't change Nicholas Cruz's sentence of life in prison, but asked the judge to weigh in on the complaint. If there was a crime that was potentially committed in the Broward County Courthouse, I think that if the sheriff were to look into it, that that would be entirely appropriate. It's a glimpse into the contentious seven hours of deliberations. In Florida, the death penalty requires jurors be unanimous. This jury was not. I didn't read in the motion that the juror alleged that this changed their vote. It didn't change their vote. They felt intimidated. There were very terse discussions that were taking place in that jury room. After yesterday's verdict, the foreman spoke with our CBS Miami station. It really came down to specific jury. She didn't believe because he was mentally ill he should get the death penalty. He says two other jurors joined in voting against the death penalty. One of them wrote a letter to the judge after being accused by another juror of making up her mind before the trial began. I maintained my oath to the court that I would be fair and unbiased, she wrote. Many victims' families say they're disappointed with the verdict. We had a death penalty option in Florida, and we don't use it when 17 people die. We learned in court today that three jurors have brought up concerns after the trial. That's the same number, according to the jury foreman, who voted against the death penalty. But tonight, the jury's recommendation, life in prison, stands. Nora? Manny Bohorquez, thank you. Tonight, the CDC says the flu season is off to an early start. Their data shows a rash of flu-like cases reported in Texas, parts of the southeast, New York City, and right here in D.C. And we know it's going to get worse. Australia already went through their season, the worst in five years. Well, in San Diego, one high school is just inundated with cases. Here's CBS's Carter Evans. The outbreak at Patrick Henry High started Monday, doubled by Wednesday, and now more than half of the 2,600 students here are out sick. I have never seen this many cases in so few days. Dr. Howard Terrace is the district physician. How can so many kids get sick at the same time? There was a homecoming dance and game the weekend prior to this Monday. Uh, you'd think that it would take several days for them to become infectious to others, but it didn't. Pre-pandemic, there were 36 million cases of flu, but with masking and social distancing, cases plummeted to just thousands, the lowest ever recorded. Now most mandates are gone. Why are so many people getting the flu so early this year? The last two years, people haven't been exposed to much influenza, so their immunity to it may be down, which is why it's especially important to get vaccinated right now 
before flu season starts to peak. And the CDC says it's safe to get the flu shot and COVID booster together. So you can be prepared for what's predicted to be a severe flu season that's already here. Carter Evans, CBS News. Tonight, the Pentagon confirms it is talking with Elon Musk about covering the cost of his critical Starlink satellite Internet service in Ukraine. The world's wealthiest man says it's costing his company $20 million a month. Vladimir Putin, meanwhile, says he has no regrets about attacking civilians in Ukraine as another missile hit a city in the south today. We get more now from CBS's Charlie Daggett inside Ukraine. These are the kind of attacks Ukraine desperately needs America's help to stop. Missiles struck this Zaporizhia neighborhood in the dead of night. The heavy equipment stops for a moment. What happens next has to be done by hand. Another body retrieved from beneath the rubble. There are no military targets in sight here, just people's homes. People who went to bed at night, not knowing that they were about to become the next victims in Putin's war. Investigators try to identify the victim as someone's loved one moves from missing to confirmed dead. Sergei Nikonarov was just one apartment over from the blast, but he knew who was inside. They were just regular good people, he said, a family, a mother with her son. Bodin Dibidenko and Alina Grushenko were asleep at the time. Can you describe what it was like when it happened? A wardrobe fell on top of us, he said. Alina passed out. He described how they went door to door helping elderly residents evacuate the building. They showed us their apartment, where flying glass and shrapnel shredded everything. In the aftermath, survivors pick through the debris, salvaging whatever might come in useful. In shock and sadness for the homes and lives destroyed, in terror for what may come next. Tonight, Russian-installed officials in Kherson are urging residents to leave as Ukrainian forces push further south, saying they should seek safety in Russia and move the government here is calling deportation. Nora? Charlie Daggett, thank you. Tonight, the cost of heating your home is going up. Households that use natural gas will pay about 28% more this winter compared to last year. This comes as the fight against climate change is coming to your kitchen. New research shows emissions from gas stoves are helping to warm the planet, and that's why some cities are now banning them. Here's CBS's Ben Tracy. When Josh Skipper and his wife Kristen cook up lunch for their kids, that blue flame on his gas stove does not give them a warm feeling. I need to cook for my family, but I don't want to do it to the detriment of their futures. All of the natural gas used in homes and businesses accounts for about 13% of the United States planet warming greenhouse gas emissions. Climate is the biggest uh, concern. It's the thing that keeps me up at night. So Gipper let researchers from Stanford turn his Denver home into a makeshift science lab. A lot of big fancy boxes. Previous Stanford research found leaks from gas stoves alone produce planet warming pollution equal to half a million gas powered cars each week. Natural gas can also raise levels of nitrogen dioxide, potentially causing respiratory issues, including asthma. When you guys went in there and turned on the burners, how quickly did that reach a limit that's considered unhealthy? It took about uh, six minutes for the nitrogen dioxide level to, to reach that EPA threshold. But the fight over gas appliances 
is heated, while dozens of local governments, including Los Angeles and New York, are moving to require new homes and businesses to run on electric appliances, about 20 states are now forbidding such mandates. The cost of natural gas is at a 14-year high, and there are subsidies in recent legislation for consumers to switch to electric appliances. But natural gas advocates claim it's still costly. This is a very expensive proposition for very little environmental gain. Josh Gipper says he's just responding to this sign that his nine-year-old son recently made. As a millennial, and now that we're raising kids, like, no one else is taking care of this problem. It's time for us. Here's your grilled cheese. Ben Tracy, CBS News, Denver. Yeah. Tonight, a bird strike causes problems midair for a plane. We have the latest details. Plus, stars of Harry Potter are remembering beloved cast member Robbie Coltrane. Those stories are next. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. There were some frightening moments today aboard a flight from Chicago to Miami when the United Airlines jet hit a bird shortly after takeoff. Video posted on social media showed flames shooting from an engine. The pilot declared an emergency and the plane circled back to O'Hare International Airport. No one was hurt. Four astronauts returned to Earth today, splashing down off the Florida coast in a SpaceX capsule. The astronauts included Jessica Watkins, the first black woman to have an extended stay at the space station. She and other crew members were there for nearly six months, studying, among other things, how to grow vegetables in space and the effects of space travel on humans. Well, there's heartbreak tonight at Hogwarts. Robbie Coltrane, who played Hagrid the Half-Giant in the Harry Potter movies, has died. Thought you were leaving without saying goodbye, did you? Coltrane had a successful film and TV career before author J.K. Rowling picked him to play the lovable giant. Remembering him today, Rowling called Coltrane an incredible talent. Actor Daniel Radcliffe called Coltrane one of the funniest people he's ever met. Robbie Coltrane died in his native Scotland at the age of 72. On the Road is next with a pet companion you're going to have to see to believe. When it comes to pets, no country in the world comes close to the United States. Dogs are America's favorite, followed by cats, fish, and birds. CBS's Steve Hartman goes on the road with a pet 
that didn't quite make the list. When you see an alligator coming down the street towards you, it's only natural to either drop your jaw or panic that he'll drop his. <laughs> but alligator expert Joe Henney says his alligator poses no threat. I've never met an alligator that will not bite you. You fool around the head like this, their instinct is to grab you. He does not do it. You can reach in and rub his tongue. He refuses to close his mouth. We don't know why. Yeah, there you go. Wally was found in a pond at Disney World. He had to go. And since in Florida, it's illegal to relocate alligators to another spot in the wild, Joe agreed to take him in. Today, Wally lives on Cheetos and chicken legs in Joe's house near Hershey, Pennsylvania, without a cage. Good boy. At this point, I should probably say what should go without saying. Don't try this at home. Joe says there may not be another alligator on the planet as gentle, and certainly no other as cuddly. I don't think I'd be here right now if this was just another guy with an alligator. Not that there's a whole lot of those out there. But there's a special bond between you two. Very special. He is my emotional support alligator. You heard right. Emotional support alligator. A few years ago, after Joe lost some people close to him, he says he fell into a deep depression. And about that same time, he says Wally began behaving differently, yeah. more affectionate, almost like he sensed his depression. I laid on the couch and I wake up, he'd be laying on my head, and I knew it was for a long period of time because I had his whole jaw print on my face. You don't wake up when you have an alligator on your face? I was so depressed, I did not. It also marked a new chapter in their relationship. Joe started bringing Wally everywhere, from the doctor's office to the drive-thru. You can pet him. He's been to a splash park. Wally! And was even ring bearer in a wedding. They are together day and, yes, night too. And as a result, Joe says his depression is dramatically improved. I'll get lonely and stuff like that there, and he seems to sense that stuff, and he'll come up and he'll give me a hug, and makes me feel loved. He may be an alligator, but I can attest, those are not crocodile tears. Steve Hartman, on the road, near Hershey, Pennsylvania. I'm glad Joe's feeling better. Coming up next, going to bat for Ukraine. Looking to instantly upgrade your Mother's Day gift from typical to meaningful? Shop Etsy. Get up to 30% off well-crafted and personalized gifts from participating shops until May 12th. This year, embrace your creative side. You know, the side your mom gave you? And shop Etsy for custom jewelry, style pieces, home decor, and extra special items she'll adore. Need something original and affordable for Mother's Day? Etsy has it. Shop until May 12th for up to 30% off gifts for mom. Terms apply. Rakuten's Big Give Week is back with 15% cash back. It's a festival of savings at hundreds of stores, including Doc Martens, Ninja Kitchen, and Hotels.com. Prep for summer and save big on beauty, travel, electronics, and more. It's one of Rakuten's biggest cashback events, and it's on May 6th through May 13th. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cashback boost. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app today. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. 
We end tonight in Coney Island, Brooklyn, where New York City police officers and firefighters are playing two baseball games this weekend against Team Ukraine. Fans are being asked to pitch in donations to help rebuild Ukraine's youth sports facilities destroyed in the war. From the battlefield to the ball field, Americans are truly stepping up to the plate to help Ukraine. And that is tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell. Good night, and I hope you have a great weekend. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. The Hargan women seem to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover... Inside the house, there were the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. I am just praying to God, this is a sick joke. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings, wherever you get your podcasts.